The Orphans will begin after these short messages. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We'd like to thank our patrons, Peter Williams, Angharad, and Headley, for their support in making this series possible. If you'd like to join them and get ad-free listening, production updates, and even more, then head over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic. It's been ages. Where are they? Just give them time. If they're not back soon, we're going to have to spend another night in the cave. They'll be his... There! It's them! They broke out of the forest at a sprint, carrying huge bags of supplies. Is something chasing them? Should we be running? No, wait. Nora might have a plan. I don't know how much I'd be willing to risk on Nora maybe having a plan. From the forest came four... things. They looked human. But they moved like animals. We need to go. Wait. Valerie, we need to... Wait! Come on, come on. Get ready, we have weapons! Told you, we need to fight. I don't think I can. Yes. Yes, yeah, you can. Now get ready. Nora held this long blade in her hands. Something about it caught me. It filled me with power. And I knew I was ready to fight. We're gonna throw them to you! She threw the blade towards me and I grabbed it straight away. It came naturally. Good job, Val. Let them have it. Well done. Thanks. What were those things? They were on the ship. One nearly bit my face off. Judging by the nature of previous attacks, I would say that is a low possibility. It is more likely they would have ripped out your intestines or stomach. For fuck's sake, Jeffrey. Leave him alone. You're going to freak him out. Merely joking. Is that all of them? 
That is highly unlikely. My sensors picked up approximately 100 in direct pursuit as we exited the ship. We lost most of them, though. But they are still out there and we should keep moving. I agree. What did you guys find? Anywhere good? It's pretty good. How far out? Uh, about two hours, 90 minutes if we make it quick. Right, let's move then. Keep your weapons, we might need them. The Orphans, episode two, Above the Trees. Looks like we have another species to name. Just don't make this one so crap, all right? I still think Untamed would have been a good name. But it just sounds so stupid. Well, that's your opinion. So what are you going to call these ones? Um, let's see. They have grey skin. And green eyes. Don't forget the eyes. And they're vicious. Let's call them the grey. <laughs> Seriously, how bad are you at naming things? It is a particularly obtuse name. Fine. What would you call it, Metal Man? Gonna use that artificial imagination? They seem keen to bite people. We could just call them biters. Goodbye, me. Yeah, fine. Whatever. Biters it is. It will be dark rather soon. We're almost there. Did you consider not abandoning the only place of shelter we have confirmed? We need to put some space between us and the ship. Might as well start now. Of course, in these sullen woods where anything could spring out to get us. Give it a rest, Geoffrey. We are safe, aren't we? As safe as one can presume to be on an alien planet with no considerable insight into the surrounding animal or plant life. Yes, Olivia, we're fine. Geoffrey doesn't know what he's talking about. Yes, let's all tell the computer that he is incorrect, shall we? Shall we also put to death those among us who question the flatness of the planet? Stop it, Geoffrey. Why? Are you concerned at the validity of my argument? You are aware that the likelihood of us surviving this treasure. Geoffrey, please! Be quiet for my own sanity! Very well. Guys, it's just up ahead. We ran up over the ridge and through some trees, and there it was. There was a rock face surrounding the clearing. It was easily concealed. Foliage from a large group of trees covered the entrance. It was shaded from prying eyes above by leaves that draped overhead. I had to hand it to them. It was a great find. Well done, you guys. This is fantastic. And plenty of space for tents. You found tents? And sleeping bags. Yes. Well, let's get this place set up then, before we run out of light. I'm going to start a fire. No. But we need to cook. I don't want smoke in the air. Hey, 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 hey. Look, 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 look. We've got a cooker. We can use that to heat the food. It'll do. Trust me. Great. You can set that up, Olivia. Get some food started. Fine. We had three tents between seven people. Each of them were clearly built to house eight or nine people, so we had no problems for space. We all split up, but no one felt safe enough to be with Geoffrey alone, so he set outside. It was that afternoon that people started to really feel safe. Can I just have everyone's attention quickly, please? I picked these up. They're, they're voice recorders. I think we should be using them to document our time here. It could shed some light on things we're still unclear about, which is pretty much everything. Geoffrey, I want you to do one too. Thank you, but I have an onboard record of all events as they have happened factually, so it is entirely unnecessary. Great. Then you can say that into a recorder. I find this very foolish. That may be but it could help, so 
Please. As you wish. And what exactly do you want us to say? Whatever you want. It's as much for you as it is for intelligence. This is what I've done. It was chaos when we first landed. Things came for us. We kept running until we couldn't stand anymore. There were six of us. Three men, three women. Don't kill yourself to remember details, but whatever you have would be helpful. I'm going to collect them every couple of days and go through them. Make sure we're not missing something obvious. Good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Go back to what you were doing. You can come get one of these from me when you're ready. Aren't you going to tell them about what we saw on the ship? No. Not now. We don't want to make them any more anxious than they already are. But what if whatever's in there is intelligent? They could help us, couldn't they? Everything on this planet has been a threat to us so far. I think we really need to consider how we approach anything we find, especially if it could be intelligent. But I'm not saying that we don't investigate. I'm just saying, let's do it in our own time. Let's get ourselves set up here before we go out there. Okay? Yeah. All right. Thank you. I'd appreciate it if we kept this between us. Of course. Baz was a good kid. He just wanted to be honest with everyone, and I know that. Looking back at what I know now, I I don't know if that was the right call. Maybe we could have been more prepared. I mean, I don't remember anything, except that I hate cats. I thought I saw one earlier, and I just about kicked it clear across the forest. Aw, that's so mean. They just want love. Oh, please. They're little hairy beasts. They'll turn on you as soon as you stop feeding them. Hey, Richard, come here. I've got a secret for you. If I find a cat around here, I'm going to put it in your tent. Oh, don't. I don't want to have to deal with that. I'll have you know that I would battle that cat with great courage and honour. The second you have either of those things, I'll personally crown you king. Richard, king of the forest, I shall bow down to you. I will be a just and merciless ruler. Don't you mean merciful? Absolutely not. Guys, why don't we invite Geoffrey over? He's been his own since we finished setting up. Ah, just the way he likes it. He doesn't want to hang around with us meatbags. He's not that bad. Does make me uncomfortable. At the end of the day, he is rude. It's not like he doesn't have a good reason. What do you mean? He's in the same position as all of us. No memory and stranded, and we treat him like something that could kill us at any second. No one actually treats him kindly, and yet none of us have any problem getting him to do work for us. I don't know about you, but if it was me, I'd be rude. Robots don't have feelings, Baz. They're just metal and binary. How do you know? What if he does? How would you feel then? I think you're looking too much into this, Baz. He's a robot. He just has very rude programming. Fine. Whatever. I think I'm going to go to bed. Me too. I'll take first watch. Everyone slowly went to bed. I was left on my own. I didn't believe a word they said about Geoffrey. They have no idea about the scope of his processing power. 
before any of us know, he could be capable of emotions far more complex than any of our own. They don't listen. Ever. It's infuriating. Jeffrey, what are you doing? Nothing. I am simply conducting maintenance on my arm. It appears to have been damaged. Let me take a look at it. That will not be necessary. Just give me your arm. Thank you. I found some repair tools on the ship. You're lucky. I am perfectly capable of repairing myself. Are you sure about that? I... You... How did you do that? It was a connection from your elbow to your shoulder. It was loosened and partly detached. I put it back into place. Thank you. You need to transfer that body soon. Those things were tough, but they weren't meant to last more than a few weeks. Someone would pick you up by now if your homing signal was working. I am aware of this fact. Are you sure that you can't bypass your programming and activate it? It's not simply programming that prevents it. There appears to be a third party program installed, annulling the homing signal. How can that even happen? I am unsure. Can I access programming directly? Only with access to a secondary processing unit. Where would we get one of those? I doubt there would be any located on this system. They only come with intelligent life. The ship does not seem viable as all processing units found on the ship were irreparably damaged. It is unlikely any more remain. Well, we need to find a way off this planet then, won't we? I find that unlikely. Don't be so pessimistic. Why? I'm just a robot after all. No emotions and all that. You heard. Yes. Listen. Sometimes people can be cruel when they face the unknown. It's just instinct. They need to survive. They'll come around, just give them time. Why should I? It's always better to hold your hand out in friendship to those who hurt you than retaliate. They clearly need a hand. Whether or not they deserve it... it... That is a particularly crude expression. Well, I think it's true. I wouldn't be here if it wasn't. Anyways, I'm going to go back out and keep watch. Allow me. I don't require much rest, and you did repair my arm. Thank you. You're welcome. Consider it an apology for my actions on the walk over here. Good night. Wait. Yes? I'll see if we can get you in our tent. Keep your body out of the elements. And, and it should last longer. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. 
However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We started that first day on a high. People were still filling the bars from setting up camp. No one had started to ask the long-term questions yet. I was hoping to keep it that way. Hey, Will, can I talk to you? Yeah, what's up? How does everyone seem today? What do you mean? Are they calm? Is anyone being irritable? No, everyone's doing all right, actually. Okay, good. Why? I'm just checking. I, I want to keep everyone calm. Look, I... I need to leave camp with Baz to look for water. Can you hold this place down? Yeah, sure, no problem. Also, they need to know how to defend themselves. You, Val and I are fine. We can take care of ourselves. I don't think any of the others know how to fire a weapon, though. You're right. We'll start training them up. Can you get a start to that? I think so. Perfect. I'll see you when I get back. Baz, can I grab you? Yep. You feeling all right after guard duty? Yeah, I I'm good. Not too tired? No. Nope. Good. Got something for us. What have you got? We're going to do a little recon. We'd been walking for about half an hour, maybe a little longer. Will had started up weapons training right before we left. You could tell some of them weren't happy about it. You found any water yet? Not yet. How much further are we going? I reckon we could stop here. This one looks good. What, the tree? Yeah. I want you to climb it. What? I can't climb trees. Well, you better learn quick. Why do I have to do it? Because the others don't know about the dome and, and I have to stay down here to make sure nothing climbs up after you. The dome? <laughs> You've named it. Well, I couldn't keep calling it structural building, could I? Now get up the tree. You'll be fine. Keep an eye out for water too. Here. Take these. Binoculars? From the ship. Hold on tight. Right. Here goes nothing. You're doing well. Keep going. How much further should I go? Right to the top. We need the best view. I don't know if I can go any further. You're going to be all right. Just don't look down. Okay, I'm here. See anything? I looked into the binoculars and did a sweep of my surroundings. I turned my head to see what was around me. The majesty of the land stretched out in front of me. The forest carried on for what looked like miles to the north. The trees were thick and you couldn't see much past the tops. To the east was wide open plains. A few odd-looking animals seemed to be grazing on the land. To the west was the source of our troubles. 
Cloaked in a thick layer of fog was the dome. Any sign of activity at the dome? Nothing. What about the wreck? I shifted my gaze to the wreck and it was gone. It's... It's gone. The ship's gone. What? I know, it, it's just gone. I looked back and saw that a hatch had opened near the base of the dome. A single dog emerged. It broke into a sprint towards the forest. It's a dog. It's running into the forest. Where in the forest? It's coming in where we did. It looks like it's heading for... I turned around to look back at roughly where the camp was. A tall stack of dark smoke was climbing into the air, leading them straight to us. Camp! It's running to the camp! Thank you for listening to The Orphans. This episode was written and directed by Zachary fortis You can support the show by going over to patreon.com slash lightandtragic, or by going to the description and finding a link to our merch store and our Discord fan server. Amy Kember was Nora. Alex Bird was Baz. James Barbarossa was Jeffrey. Gavin Richards was Richard. Ruby Parker Harbord was Valerie, Declan Galpin was William, and Laura Gerling was Olivia. The music was by James Barbarossa. You can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Orphans Audio. This, of course, has been a light and tragic production. Thank you very much. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.